Welcome to the Coach Paul Show. Welcome back, lovely listeners, to episode number 22 of the Coach Paul Show. I've got to start out today's episode with a high and a low to share with you. I recorded a great interview with Greater Atlanta Christian runner and triathlete Jackson Luskin this past weekend. But as I was going to finish up the editing last Monday, my editing software decided to delete my audio track, but it kept Jackson's intact. So I hope to have that all patched up, fixed up, and get my audio on there for a future episode. Apologies to Jackson for that not coming out today, but life goes on. That's my Coach Paul show low. However, on a high note, there is some exciting news to share. One of the wonderful students of Chattahoochee High School has been helping me put a website together for the show, and I'm excited to announce that it will be coming out soon, hopefully next week. Today's episode is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, ever since the inception of the show, talking about breath and breathing. Breath, I feel like, is one of those missing pillars of health that's not really talked about that much, and no matter what we eat, how much we exercise, how resilient we are, how skinny or young or wise, none of it matters unless we're breathing correctly. How we breathe really does affect the size and function of our lungs. It can allow us to hack into our own nervous system and restore our health. So let's take a minute to talk breath. Humans can go weeks without food. We can go days without water. But a mere five minutes, maybe, without our breath. Breathing is something we all do every day until the end of our days, but we breathe unconsciously, letting the involuntary nervous system take care of our most precious human functionality. So I want to start today with the obvious and work towards the not-so-obvious and equip you with some knowledge and skills to add to your tool belt of self-improvement some breathing techniques, and breath awareness. So, unless you're living in a monastery in the Tibetan mountains as a Buddhist monk, you're probably breathing inefficiently right now. Yes, you. And yes, me. I catch myself throughout the day with a high heart rate. Taking some shallow breaths from my upper chest region, which would indicate a stress response. By learning to breathe effectively, you can calm yourself, You can also give yourself more energy and even rid yourself of high blood pressure. The last time you went to the doctor for a physical, I doubt they discussed your breathing techniques and asked you about your breathing patterns. In Western culture, breathing is rarely talked about, but our general conversation around this is slowly getting louder, especially in the world of athletics. In about 2020, right around COVID times, a slightly controversial book hit the New York Times bestseller list called Breath by James Nestor. So in that book, Nestor argues that it's healthier for us to breathe out of our nose instead of our mouth. He did a brutal study on himself where he blocked up his nostrils for a long period of time and just chronicled, he detailed all the terrible things that happened to him while he was mouth-breathing, forced to mouth-breathe, 
um, a lot of stress that he went through. He was sick all the time, and it's really fascinating. So for me, I've been testing the nose-only breathing on some of my easy runs, and I found that it keeps my heart rate and my pace very consistent. I'm also able to get back to my normal resting heart rate sooner after a nose-breath-only run. So if anyone wants to try that, you can keep a little bit of water in your mouth when you run just as you start. It does feel awkward, especially at the beginning. But if you keep a slow pace, you should be able to manage that nose-only breathing. Nestor, in his book, he goes on to say that breathing slowly and shallowly can have huge health benefits. You may have heard this from a teacher or a friend along the way, but breathing through your nose filters and heats and moistens the air that you breathe. It also releases chemicals that regulate your heartbeat and lower your blood pressure. That's why I titled this episode, Control Your Breath to Control Your Life. So let's talk about the nose for just a little bit. Your right nostril is kind of like the gas pedal when you're breathing primarily or I should say when you're inhaling primarily through your right nostril your circulation will speed up your body will get hotter your blood pressure your heart rate they all go up your left nostril on the other hand is more of the chill mode the rest and relax lowers your temperature and your blood pressure it cools your body and can reduce your anxiety So our bodies kind of operate in this state of balance, going back and forth between action and relaxation. There's yoga practices that are dedicated to manipulating the body's functions called, fittingly, the alternate nostril breathing. I think I've mentioned in previous episodes the Breathwork app. It's a free breathing app, and it's... B-R-E-A-T-H-W-R-K. Breathwork, it takes you through some of these alternate nasal breathing exercises to either recharge you or calm you down, but all you do is follow the prompts and it will lead you through the exercise. It's a great app. But Coach Paul, do I really have to pay that much attention to something my body does automatically? I will just say that the larger your lungs are, are and the more efficient your lungs are, larger lungs equals longer lives. And it's something that's not nearly as practiced as much as, say, exercise, or it's not thought of as much. The most important aspect of breathing isn't just to take in air through the nose. Inhaling is the easy part. The key to breathing, like lung expansion and the long life that comes with it, comes on the other end of the respiration cycle, the exhale. So over time, with shallow breathing habits, it kind of limits the range of your lung capacity. And this leads to some bad posture, like your high shoulders, chest out, neck extended posture, that can sometimes lead to like asthma and respiratory problems. Okay, so now you know some of the issues if you're breathing improperly or inefficiently. I'd love to give you just a few ways to keep your lungs strong and healthy and as efficient as possible, especially 
for any athletes listening today. So as I mentioned at the beginning, I'll start with the obvious and try to work my way over to some that you might not have thought of. So here are a few ways to keep your lungs as healthy as possible. Number one, you probably saw this coming a mile away. If you smoke, stop it. No smoking, number one. Number two, this one's probably pretty easy and obvious as well, regular exercise. I think that listeners of the Coach Paul Show on average are a little above average in the exercise arena, so kudos to you all. Number three, this one, I have some room to improve. I know I do. Eat healthy, generally. I'm in this mode where I'm trying to get as many carbs as possible, but getting your fresh macros like your fresh fruits and vegetables, fiber-rich foods, lean proteins and healthy fats, making sure you are maintaining a healthy weight. This is the big one. This is one that I would bet you, including me, need to work on. Practice deep breathing. And doing this can feel good for many reasons. It can help calm you, relax you. It might also help exercise the muscles involved in breathing. So let's talk about this for just a second because it's a big one and something I know I can improve on too. Here's the first one. I only started doing it last year. You might have heard of it. It's called box breathing and it's a box because a box has four sides and you breathe in these four easy to remember steps. I do it as I drive to work every day, especially as school season approaches. I never forget it in August and September. Love you students, but hey, just got to stay relaxed, you know? You breathe in slowly for four seconds. You hold your breath for four seconds, and then you let it out slowly for four seconds, and then you hold your breath for four seconds. So just repeat that, I don't know, for two or three minutes fantastic way. If you wear a fitness watch, you can literally watch your heart rate decline as you go through the box breathing exercises. Here's another one for you. Be mindful for one minute. What is that? Just something where you focus on maybe you're drinking your morning juice or coffee or tea. You just focus on what you're hearing, you're seeing, you're smelling in that moment. You can try it like when you're in the shower or doing dishes or brushing your teeth, something kind of mindless. Used to be mindless, but now it's mindful because you're really focusing in on what you're doing. Listening to music is a popular one, something that can, like relaxing music, can help you bounce back from stress more quickly. Another, I say this is a more obvious one, but nature, if you're feeling stress, Nature might be one of those amazing buffers against stress. It's there for everyone. It's free. It's amazing. Being out in nature for even just five minutes has been proven to reduce stress levels. Just seeing pictures of nature has been proven to reduce stress. So another one, I'll give you two more bonus ones. Asking for a hug and For someone like me who lives alone, if you place your hand on your heart, or maybe you're just listening to this alone right now, if you place your hand on your heart, that can have a similar effect. But hey, don't be shy. Ask your friend for a hug. And the last one, this might be my favorite. If you need some instant calm, turn 
to a cat or dog snuggling with a furry friend for 10 minutes can ease the stress and melt your worries away and you'll have fun doing it. So now that you're, of course, feeling calmer with all these lovely suggestions, back to breathing. The American Lung Association has a couple of videos that I just wanted to share. Pursed lip breathing. Pursed like making a little O with your lips. So you just inhale for, let's say, four seconds, and you make the O with your lips, exhaling through your mouth and exhaling for twice as long as your inhale, so it'd be like an eight-second exhale. Belly breathing, probably the most beautiful, and when it comes to mindfulness, something that everyone should be doing. Being mindful of your breathing means taking a second, maybe two minutes every hour, and just audit, ooh, am I doing chest breathing or belly breathing right now? It's as simple as putting your hand on your belly, filling up your full lungs, your full stomach is what it feels like. You're pushing your stomach, excuse me, you're pushing your hand with your stomach because your breath is going all the way down into your diaphragm and pushing your hand out. At cross-country races with my runners, I've just added this in just to kind of calm the nerves on the starting line, but I have them take a few deep belly breaths just to calm them right before they are about to let it rip, just to let the nerves settle in and not waste any unnecessary energy. So just take a second to think about your life, how much time you spend exercising. I know I spend probably, I don't know, however long it takes me to run 35 to 40 miles per week. The time it takes sitting in my Normatech pants, recovering, the time I spend with my nutrition, everything else. I think that I can manage five to 10 minutes every day on something that's so important to my health, my breathing, my lungs, trying to be a little more present in my day-to-day activities. That's helped giving me just a, a space, a pause, kind of like, okay, what am I doing right now? Let me be mindful about it. How am I breathing? Is my breathing causing me stress? These heart rate monitors on the watch sometimes are a dead giveaway, like I'm standing still or I'm sitting in a chair. Why is my heart rate 85 beats per minute? Oh yeah, I'm thinking about a hundred different things I have to do and I'm so stressed out. Let me just hit the brakes, go into a box breath or something I know is going to calm me down. Let me go outside into nature for a little bit and get my breathing back under control, get my life back under control. So as kind of like a final bonus chapter to this episode goes out to all the athletes out there, breathing less. My last thought, as America has kind of become a culture of overeaters, not the Coach Paul Show listeners, of course, we've also kind of become a culture of over-breathers. Many of us breathe just too darn much, and up to a quarter of the population suffers from something you've probably never heard of called chronic over-breathing. So the key to finding that how much do I breathe sweet spot is to practice fewer inhales and exhales to breathe, but to breathe less. So that means slower, longer exhales, of course. That means higher carbon dioxide levels. So with that bonus carbon dioxide, 
you gain a little bit of, now we're getting into the athlete stuff, a higher aerobic endurance. So VO2 max, which is a great gauge of your cardiorespiratory fitness. Training your body to breathe less can actually increase your VO2 max, which not only boosts your athletic stamina, but it can help you live a longer and healthier life. Who doesn't want that? So if you kept at this breathing more efficiently practice for several weeks, your muscles can adapt to tolerate more lactic accumulation, which allows you to pull more energy during those heavy anaerobic workouts, those track workouts. You can train harder and longer. Those who have taken the time to improve in this aspect have claim to have gained a boost in performance and simply by decreasing the volume of air in your lungs and increasing the carbon dioxide in your bodies. So there you go. I very much appreciate you indulging me in this rabbit hole of breath and breathing. I do think that it is something extremely important that most people don't think about that often, but I am extremely grateful for all of you for listening to the show for all the beautiful comments you give me. I have coming down the pipe, I always like to give little teasers, but I have someone who is like a mental health sports performance coach who is coming on the show in early October that I'm very excited about. She's written a couple of very popular books, so I think she'll be a fantastic guest. Of course, we'll get Jackson Luskin's episode out there. And I'm always looking to improve the show in any and every way. So however I can make it better, please keep the feedback coming. I am all ears. Take your new breath knowledge now that you are educated and empowered. Go breathe the light for someone else. Go be the light for yourself. Until next week.